minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. Today is Thursday, December 9th, 2021. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices on 10K Dollar Day. That's the comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. Those episodes drop on Wednesdays, so check them out. And for the next few weeks, we still have our 10K Saturdays, so check them out as well. But this is why you're here. This is the Daily Happy. And this week we are talking about Blue Apron. You like that? I was like Blue Christmas. I do. Hi, you're welcome, everyone. I also wanted to like really explain that reference in case you were like, what is she doing? Yeah. Anyway, Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone since its launch in 2012. You can find that link at 10kdollarday.com slash Blue Apron. <laughs> awesome. Do you <laughs> listen? Do you remember there was like, oh, I, it was a few happy or daily happies ago when I told you that story about the snakes last month? Yeah, was it last month? Yeah, and do you remember that I didn't want to hear the whole story? So you yeah. told the people while I plugged my ears? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is different. I mean, it's kind of different. So there was a do house. Do I want to hear this story? Yeah, 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 for sure. It's okay. fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's totally fine. Okay, so there was a house where it literally was infested with snakes, okay? That's the worst part of this story. Okay, okay. So the homeowner had heard that you can use smoke like um, from coals, to get rid of a snake problem. Okay. So basically, you put like burning coals, uh, you know, that once were really hot, but now are kind of smoky around your house. And it's supposed to help you get rid of this snake infestation. Okay. Which was, by the way, inside the residence. Okay. <sighs> I don't understand. All right. But here's what happened. Uh, things like got out of hand. The coals were too close to combustibles. No. Nope. And this $1 million home has burned to the ground. <gasps> no injuries. Everyone's fine. But this $1 million home has literally burned to the ground. But the snakes are gone. Well, the snakes aren't fine. No, the snakes probably aren't. Well, I, here, here's the thing. I feel like as it started to grow, snakes aren't dumb. They slithered right out of there. I'm yeah, they were fine. like, what is happening? This house is burning down. Yeah, We've got to get I out. Mean, this... Uh, I mean, it's so pretty, this house, or it was, I should say. But I, Okay, here's my question. Yeah. And I I don't know anybody's financial situation, right? Sure. sure. But I'm sitting here and assuming, and I admit I could be wrong, mm. that if you have a million-dollar house, yeah. you could afford a professional to come in and take the snakes out. Oh. You don't have to DIY this situation except I for agree. fun. I agree. I agree. And that's the thing. I mean, you know, I feel like people are like, oh, yeah, we can do that. It would be you, Allison. Oh, absolutely. It would be me. If you had looked up on the internet that you could yeah. smoke your house and get rid of snakes, I feel you would try that. <laughs> I think that you would. <laughs> I probably would. I'd be like, I got this, you guys. I got it. This You'd great. watch a YouTube video and be like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, that's I got very it. true. So it's, it sucks for the homeowners, obviously, but at least now they can pick maybe a new place that, that doesn't have snakes in town. Live, you know. put your house in the middle of a pool. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, you know, then you got water stilts. snakes. <sighs> Not in a pool. I don't know. I've seen some gnarly things come out of pools. What if you had a pool, like a chlorinated yeah. pool? Oh, okay? yeah. Oh, and then a platform. Chlorinated. So what if you had to like literally 
take your shoes off, walk okay. a wet path. Like maybe there's like a platform, so it's only like, you know, four inches yeah. in the water. You walk a wet path to your home that's on another platform. Oh. Now you have no bugs, no snakes. That's a good idea. I think, did I just solve it? Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. It also would be kind of like a great romantic little house, right? Yeah, that's you'd cool. Be, you'd have a little chlorinated moot. Moot? That's not yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. A moat? Oh, you'd feel like a princess in a castle. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, hey, listen. It's like you knew what I was about to talk about. Speaking what? of princesses and castles. You're lying. I'm not lying. Okay. Here's what's happening. Have you heard about the new production of Beauty and the Beast at the only theater in Maryland? I have seen a clip of it. You have? So you've seen the new star of the production. Stellar. Yes. So Jade Jones is starring as Belle in the production of Beauty and the Beast. Here's what's so different. Uh, And this is Jade Jones. She is a self-described queer plus-sized black woman. And she is Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Now, what's cool about this is the production has a Tony Award-nominated director, Marcia Milgram Dodge, and she had actually worked with Jade before, and she said she knew that she wanted her for this role, and so she called her, and she said that she was like, hey, listen, I want you to come audition for the role of Belle, and Jade was like, what? Like, completely could not believe her ears. Well, what Jade didn't know was that she was the only one who was asked to come audition for Belle. She already had this role. She didn't even know it. And she had her come in anyway just because she wanted to see, because she said in previous shows, she's had kind of this chesty, deep voice, and she wanted, but she knew she had a range. And she said she came in, and she literally, I'm quoting this, she said, I was completely gobsmacked. I was like, this is it. So Jade says, I never imagined I would play a Disney princess in my entire life. I am living my musical theater dreams. And what's so cool is they've actually tailored this. I know they said they know Disney has lots of uh, rules, right, when it comes to their shows. But they were given permission to tailor this a little bit, too. So like instead of the traditional blue gown, uh, Jade is wearing this kind of harem pant. Mm -hmm. Um, She looks amazing. She wears combat boots. The whole show. You can find you can find a video of this, everyone, because I saw it posted of yeah. her. Da dee da, buddya, buddya, da 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 da. That one. That is this home. You can find it. Yeah. And I, I'm so glad you brought this up because I actually saw it and I was crying when I saw it because I had that voice when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I never was allowed to audition for that stuff. Yeah. Oh. No, it's this is yeah. true. And yeah. I've shaped my entire career basing it on what I thought people would cast me as. Right. Yeah. Which when I was growing up, guys, there was no room for a curvy person or a dark person right. to be uh the main character in a love story. Right. And <clears throat> If you are like, I don't think that's true, just think back to any theater that you've seen in your town and how rare it is to have that front couple Mm -hmm. not be uh, primarily a white couple. Once in a while, they'll switch it up, but like, but not both. Heaven forbid. I mean, audiences would never go see two Filipino people go fall in love, but they'll see a white guy fall in love with a Filipino girl. Right. 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 And so as as these kind of people have been coming up and and uh 
and getting these beautiful roles, there is part of me on this side of my age going, what would my life have been like if I was 20 now? Right. And and my life is great. Like, I love where I am. But I'm just curious, like, what other stories maybe people would have helped me be able to tell. Because as an actor, we're not always in charge of what projects we can be in or what capacity we're involved in it. You know, it's all up to gatekeepers. Oh, 100%. That's so, why I was so excited for this director, too. This to director. Kind of well, did you I'm going to follow was, this director forever. Who was playing the role awesome. of the Beast. Did you read about him as well? No, tell me. Okay, so she also cast Evan Ruggiero, and he is a performer who lost his leg to cancer. So he has on, uh, it's like one of those peg legs. He literally has a peg leg in the show. And she said it was really important to her that she found Belle a partner in the journey uh, to have somebody be transformed and imperfect in the eyes of like cultural acceptance of beauty. But she wanted that other part of her to also and she didn't know what that was going to be until Evan walked in. And then she, he sang and he did all the things and he was, she was like, this is it too. So how cool for both of these performers to be given such an amazing opportunity to like yeah. create this modern, you know, or they created it into a modern story, I should say. Um, well, kudos to the director and kudos to, you said it's the only, right? In only America? Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. The, for a producer mm-hmm. to put the money behind that and to say whatever your artistic vision is. That's fine. That is also very rare. So kudos to the whole board and the team and the marketing and the everything. Like that's so exciting. And for the kids who are going to see that. Listen, they already said there's been little black girls in the audience who literally would go, is that Belle? Like scream out. Oh my, I mean, my heart would break. 